Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. to another episode of the Diz Explorers podcast, where each week we explore the many avenues of the great Disney universe. Okay, so we are recording the Monday after Infinity Wars came out, and we will not be talking about Infinity Wars this week, so (laughs) ha ha ha, so you can listen. (laughs) But, and the reason is that is due to all of us have not seen it yet, so... Sorry. (laughs) I wasn't going to even say any names. Uh, So anyway, Jessica will be seeing it on Tuesday night, which is tomorrow. So our plan is next week to have a spoiler full episode about it because none of us can hold it in how much we want to talk about this film. Uh, But we'll deal with that next week. Uh, This week we are going to chat about uh, five of the remaining, I guess, Disney and Marvel Uh, movies that are coming out through the end of the summer, so timeline being end of August. Uh, So we've got five movies that uh, we're just going to kind of chat about and kind of maybe speculate on how well we think they're going to do or not do and what we think maybe storylines or synopsis are going to be of those. So in chronological order, uh, Deadpool 2, which is coming out in a few weeks, Uh, then we have Solo, Memorial Day Weekend, Incredibles in mid-June, uh, Ant-Man and Wasp in July, and then Christopher Robin in beginning of August, I believe. Um, so, Deadpool 2... Uh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> Deadpool Pool 2 looks ridiculous. I did not see the first one yet, which I believe I have to, because I believe the humor and ridiculousness is right up my alley, and kind of what I look for in any movie, whether it be about superheroes or a serious subject. Uh, So I have no background on this movie at all, because I've not seen the first one at all. I know who the character is, and I know kind of his deal, but um, I think Milford is, and I think the other three of you are more... I haven't seen it. ...familiar with him. Oh, you haven't seen it? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I know Milford is, so I don't know if... First of all, don't take your kids under 16 or maybe under 15 to go see this movie. Oh, well, that that <laughs> I knew with the first one. It is going to be raunchy. It is going to be nasty. It's going to be as bad as the first one was with the raunch. So uh, I, I'll, I'll just get that out of the way now. Um, <laughs> I just like that the movie billboard poster that was at the theater I went to was him riding a unicorn. <laughs> yeah, oh, the well, one by my theater the is Flashdance. Oh, <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't understand the reference. I don't know what it yeah, means. Yeah, you have to see the first movie. To That's what I figured. Because my reference. my daughter actually was like, "Why is Deadpool riding a unicorn?" I was like, "Honey, I don't know, but I can only imagine." <laughs> <laughs> 
So, um, well, I'll keep this PG right here. <laughs> yeah, whichever. I mean, just, I, I mean, I, I don't know anything about him or the movie, so I'll, I'll leave it to you to... He basically pleasures himself to the unicorn. Nice. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that. Good enough. So, but is is the second one a continuation of the first, or is it a different story? Like, how, how I don't know, like I said, I, I don't know anything of the first movie. It is, it is a different story. Um, okay. I haven't had a chance to research this yet. I have a one-sentence premise for it based off go. Wikipedia. Go Deadpool forms a team of mutants called the X-Force to protect young mutant Russell from the time traveler soldier Cable. That sounds pretty much like the pilot that I saw. I mean, the thing looked hysterical. It, it almost is like it's like a ragtag bunch of no-names. It's like he held an audition for superheroes. <laughs> right, and there's the one I mean, the, guy at the and, end and the who was just like, that... yeah, I just saw the ad. I'm just Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so how did, does he have powers? Level. Does he, like, I don't know anything about Deadpool. I know he's disfigured. That's all I know. Like, does, how, why yeah, is I don't he a know superhero? It, he's, like, he's like a ninja. <laughs> I don't know how he's well, a superhero. Well, basically the premise is he... Uh, found out he got with this girl and then found out that he had cancer and he left the girl and he was looking for a way out basically to to get rid of the cancer while this organization that made super soldiers we'll leave it at that it doesn't say aim but uh it's kind of aim like okay um if you understand aim from the iron man series right um they basically created mute. They create mutants, so it's along the lot more along the lines of X Men. Okay. So kind of like okay. Scarlet so Witch. All the X Men are, uh, kind of, but more like, more like Wolverine. Uh, I'm gonna butcher all these names. Uh-huh. Uh, Mystique. All those characters from X Men were actually mutants. Oh, okay. Right. So they basically pump him full of these chemicals and do all kinds of stuff to him to get him to show his mutant traits if he has any well he find the guy that runs the lab his name is francis his real name is francis he finds he he's trying to hide his name and uh deadpool (laughs) i'm trying to think of wade his real name he finds out that his name is Francis from his his uh, dry cleaning tag on his coat. <laughs> <laughs> so Wade gets mad, throws him in this container that basically moderate moderates the oxygen in in the uh, in in the tube, and basically takes you down to the point that you can't breathe, and then brings you back just enough that your heart moves. Well, that causes the chemicals to go through his body and causes him to mutate, and that's what how he ends up with this basically big pussy thing all over his body. Ah, gotcha. But in the process of that, it cured his cancer. Oh. So he can heal himself. I mean, there's one point in the movie where the two X-Men characters in the first movie come and get him off the bridge when he's trying to beat the crap out of Francis. <laughs> and they basically put him the big... Uh, I think his name's Colossus. Is that right? Yeah. There is a character with that name. Colossus. Yes. Um, 
basically puts him in handcuffs, and he hacks his hand off so he can get away from him. Ah. Well, when he gets back to his house, his hand is growing back, and he has this little baby hand. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically the premise of how he ended up the way okay. he was. Okay, gotcha. The Deadpool name came from the bar he was going to. They had a Deadpool. So oh. they had a pool of people, and they would all bet on who was going to die first. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> not so morbid at all. The idea of Deadpool. No. No, not at all. <laughs> now, who's who's the actor that plays him? Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Ryan Reynolds. That's right. That's right. Okay. Who was also Green Lantern, right? <laughs> yes. Right? Okay. Was just he really? Sure. Yes, but that's another universe. Right. I know. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, no, I know, but... <laughs> Superheroes, they all run together for me sometimes. Yeah, I know. I get, I get them confused, too. But I, I thought they always depicted... Uh, Green Lantern's always been like a black guy. Like in the in the cartoons and other ways I've seen him. Or is that Green Arrow? I don't know. One of those green guys, I thought. <laughs> yeah, was I don't know. Okay, I, I don't know. I can't keep up on all that. I, can't I can either. only keep one of one cinematic universe. Yeah, no, I don't know anything know. about DC, <laughs> but I always thought... I'm having enough that. trouble with Marvel right now. Yeah, it? right? Exactly. Does Deadpool ever interact with the X-Men? Only the two. Only So that's the confusing part here, is, is that yeah. there's Colossus and there's Negasonic Mega, Teenage Warhead. That's her name. Okay. So those are the only two at the house when he goes to the house to see them. So I, I'm assuming this is all after all of the X-Men stuff has happened. But they're always trying to be, get him to be nice and join the X-Men and... And I think that's. I think this movie is basically him being an outcast and starting his own X Force thing, and and kind of in denial that he want, doesn't want to be an X Men. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So, so it'll probably do fairly well then. I think the first one was pretty popular. Yeah, I I, the first one did really well. Yeah, so Wikipedia I mean, says they're already planning a third one too. Yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> so hopefully Disney won't have the Fox purchase done by then. Yeah, that would probably kill that. That well, one. it won't kill it, but it'll change the probably change how. It's done. Well, well, that's what I mean. It will it'll kill it by uh, changing his demeanor and everything else, and making it you know more nice, I guess, or not as. Right. PG thirteen instead of R. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I'll go and get and see that in the theater, but I'll have to. I'll have to watch the first one because it sounds like it's right up my alley as far as ridiculousness goes. So yeah, I'll I wait. did not go to the theater to see the first one, but I'm. I may go see this one in the theater. I don't know. It depends on what my discretionary spending for movies is at that point. <laughs> exactly. You know, because this summer killing me. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of stuff. And yeah. When did you say this one comes out? Couple, uh, it's couple like of two weeks. weeks. It's like the oh, wow. ninth, tenth. So, is it going to be competing with Solo? <laughs> I, no, I, that's two weeks later. Okay. Solo comes out. I guess the twenty fifth. Solo comes out on the twenty fifth, which yeah. is Memorial, Memorial Day. Day. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I, I would imagine Deadpool's going to be still competing with Infinity War. I would assume. Yeah, I well, have a feeling Infinity War is going to. I don't. Yeah. Oh, it's the week before. It's May 18th. So oh, it's wow. the week before Solo. 
So Infinity War will still be in theaters because that'll only be three weeks that it had been in theaters. So maybe it'll. And it'll probably still be destroying. Oh, my God, I, oh, I would think so. Dance poster. <laughs> Isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine that that one's going to go strong probably even through the holiday weekend because. Yeah. So a good segue, as Milford said, into Solo, which is the next one in order. Now, contrary to what you're. I'm actually excited to see this, and I, I, for me, it looks good for what I would like to see in it. I, I don't, and I know they only show you in the trailer usually the high points, but the trailer that I just saw before Infinity War was was pretty good. It wasn't all stuff that's already been you know all over online. Uh, I don't think, at least, and I don't know. It's intriguing to me. It seems like it's it's going to be pretty pretty cool and pretty fun. And to me, that's kind of all I look for in a movie. I know. The Star Wars franchise has been taking a beating these last couple of movies as far as its authenticity and where the writing direction's going and, and everything else. It's definitely getting more negatives than positives. And I think this one seems to be following suit. I think people are just automatically assuming it's going to be bad because it had a rewrite or a reshoot, supposedly. And I think that reshoot was for the good because they changed the directors. Well, right, that's that's kind of what I read and been hearing as well. Uh, so, you know, you're never going to know until you watch it, but I feel like people go in and with this biased opinion that if it doesn't blow you out of the water, then it's, then it's terrible. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you go back, obviously the prequels never got any sort of love at all from most people, but, you know... Some those original three sometimes, if you think about it, compared to some of the other stuff, can be kind of un- underwhelming as well. I mean, Empire is obviously the standout, at least to me and to most people. But you know, I don't know. Return of the Jedi is good because it's the redemption story. The good guys win, but there's a lot of stupid nonsense in that movie, being yeah. being the Ewoks and a bunch of other dumb shit. So I don't know. I mean, those things are so sacred to people though that you can't say anything bad about any of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that has a that's... nostalgia rose-colored glasses. Like that's, that's what I was thinking. Well, I wonder if, if they were to ever reboot this yet again, people would be longing for the days of the Last Jedi, being like it was so right. great back then. I know, you're right. Don't give them any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're gonna I don't milk know. the I, cow. I think it's... Oh, absolutely. Until well, they're people... already gonna milk the cow, but I think they're gonna do that without doing reboots. Yeah, there's there's enough material that they can keep on doing new stuff and s- other stories and everything else. As, as I just so want my Obi Wan movie. That's all I want. What's that? I said I want my Obi Wan movie. I wanted Obi Wan yeah, before I'd I wanted l- Solo. I'd like a really good Obi Wan movie too, like really good and deep, deep into yes. him. He's a he's such a complex character. And, and he's got a wealth of a storyline, too. At least the way they depicted him in the animated series was phenomenal. So if they kind of took that road and expanded on that, it would be a really, really great story. To me, at least. So I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? you have any expectations watching this, going into Solo? Like, what the deal is? Like, you know, the Lando character kind of intrigues me. Yeah, and there was a little clip before Avengers hosted by yes. Lando, right? And uh, it was, I think so. Yeah. yeah, it was great. It was great. I'm more it excited is. about him than any other aspect of that movie. I'm, I can't even say I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm just praying it doesn't suck at this point. Is what I'm hoping. 
I don't think it's going to suck. I don't know that it's going to blow anybody's doors off like Rogue One did. But, right, right. You know. But the problem they least, have is that it's, it's familiar on... characters. You know what I mean? It's... Right, at least a few of them, yeah. Right. So, I mean, you've got Chewie, and I mean, it's hard to mess up his characterization. But I think it all is going to hinge on Pretty whether much. or not we accept this new guy as Harrison Ford. Right, which we kind of have to... I don't know how I don't know what age this is depicting him like where in the this is clearly before he gets the falcon right before he gets the falcon and before he before yeah. um so this this would be somewhere between episode 3 and 4 if you put it in the timeline I would assume then right 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 cuz he's a little bit older he's older than Luke he, and Leia yes so and he's fairly young in this movie, so right. I, I don't I don't know where it's supposed to be in the timeline. I'm sure we can look it up, but um, I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. I, I'll, I'm going to go see it in the theater anyway. I know my wife wants to, you know, as we have every other Star Wars movie. Right. So I think I'm I think I'm with you, Adrian. I just as long as it doesn't suck and it's a fun movie and it's not and it's not just horribly written and acted, I'll I'll be pleased. Yeah. I don't you know I don't I don't. I don't I think I've learned not to get overhyped on these Star Wars films anymore just because it's it's not worth it trying to think it's going to be the greatest thing and then going in with that and then being like let down or like oh god just you know how come they went this way and this way and this way and kind of takes the 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 fun out of going to see the movie which all in all is kind of the whole point of going to the movies. Right. So I, that's why like, as I said earlier I'm kind of glad I, I'm I'm not well versed in the Marvel stuff because they're just a hell of a lot of fun to just go and watch. <laughs> and then I don't have to worry about it. I can just talk about it with my friends and be happy about that. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I, I know I've harped on this so much, but like Rogue One sets such a high bar for these standoff movies that it's yeah. it's going to be hard for me to. Yeah, but even, even Rogue One, I mean, we kind of knew the premise right i mean it wasn't right but it didn't have anything to compare it wasn't like we didn't really know the story right yeah this one we don't really know the story well i i don't know the how much of the story of i mean i knew what the movie was going to be about but i don't know how much of the ins and outs of the story and how it came about that i knew beforehand i definitely even though you could have figured out that the movie ended the way it did because it kind of had to it's still that to me was still like a holy crap moment when it was happening. I was like, really? They're 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 really doing this? Like that's it? Everybody's the whole cast is gone, you know. And then when you sit and let it process, like afterwards, you like, yeah, well, it makes total sense. It kind of has to. None of them are ever appear again in another movie. But right when you're right. wat when you're watching it, at least for me, I was like, really? <laughs> it's like because it's not something you generally see in a movie, you know, either you know, good guy or bad guy. Somebody stays stays alive or right. Carries on, or you know, has the ending of the movie, but this was like so, like and decimated everybody, solid and yeah, and complete. Yeah, it's just like done, which was fantastic. Like when you know, I haven't watched it again, and I, I, I think I really have to because I really, really, out of all the ones, I know we've talked about this a million times. I, I think that hands down is probably the best one they've come out with. Yeah, in a long time. <laughs> I, I think you're going to be impressed with this. I, I can't see Ron Howard putting his name behind anything that's going to be mediocre right i don't yeah. either i agree with that i agree 
And I mean, the cast right. looks good. I mean, it'll it, Woody Harrelson. I I enjoy yeah. him. So yeah. yeah. Oh no doubt. Yeah, I, I mean, think their challenge the... will be just Han Solo, right? Because That's what I'm he's a character that everybody has such strong opinions about. Right. That if we don't buy him as Han Solo, it doesn't matter how entertaining the rest of it is. It just won't work. Yeah, it all that, hinges right. on him. It, and that's a lot of pressure for that dude. <laughs> it is a no lot kidding. of pressure. Well, I mean, it's, it's a similar effect. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you're completely right. And I feel the same way about if they ever went the directions in the Pirates franchise, if they ever do something with a young Jack Sparrow. Because yes. the character's yes. already, the character's already so formed. Ingrained. Even though he's in an yeah. older version, you, you know his actions, his demeanor, how he's supposed to be. So even though every character has has to start somewhere, it can't. It still has to be a derivative of what's already been put in our brains. It can't be something so left field to get to where they are now. So yeah, I agree. There's a lot of pressure on this. Like he doesn't need to try to be Harrison Ford. Right. He needs to try to be Han a Solo. young version of Han Solo. Yeah. Cause, Same cause way. Like Harrison I kind Ford of liken it to. Chris Pine having to be Kirk after William Shatner. Exactly. That's how I like okay. it. You I know what never, I mean? I would agree. Only because I know who the characters are. I never <laughs> watched any Star Trek films, but but I do know what you're referring to. Yeah, like he's got to embody the character, but make it his own. And like I felt right. Chris Pine did that amazingly well in the Star Trek movies. But it's because he himself is such a charismatic person. So it just remains to be seen whether or not this actor will be able to carry that off. So we'll see. Yeah, that's all. We'll see. A couple of weeks away and then we can have something else to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So next in line, which is another one that I know I am super excited about. And it was a great, well, I think it's the same trailer. It's been floating around forever before Infinity Wars. Uh, is Incredibles number two coming out in the middle of June. Oh my gosh! I'm this so has excited. been long, long, long awaited, and and this movie I feel like in within the Disney fandom is is a take it or leave it movie. Like there's no middle ground on it. There's people that just didn't like it and just didn't care for it, and then there's people that are you know think it's the greatest thing they've put on film. I I, I don't know. I mean I I just. It's going to be, again, like I said before, it's, it's just going to be fun. I, like if I you're already all in on the first one, you're going to love this one, I think. I could watch an yeah. hour and a half of Edna Mode babysitting Jack-Jack and be totally cool. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like really, I could yeah. watch an hour and a half of the family trying to deal with Jack-Jack and his new powers, which according yeah. to that trailer are infinite, apparently. He could just destroy infinite. things. And, and his yeah. I mean, the clip all with, of with Bob... <laughs> And then when Frozone's in there and he's, you know, sneezing and self-combusting and lasers are shooting out of his <laughs> eyes and everything else, it's freaking... I was, I was, I think I was the only one in the theater, maybe besides my daughter, I was literally cracking up hysterically during that whole trailer. I, I guarantee I was the only idiot in the theater that was laughing that hard at that. Because I bet you nobody else in that theater could have cared less about the Incredibles because there's probably a whole bunch of Marvel people. But, but <laughs> I was just like, how can it not be fun? It's kind of like Monsters University, where it's really not for the little kids. It's for right. the people that were little kids when the first one came out. Yep. Yeah. Right. But I hope, unlike Monsters University, that it's actually good. And I agree. <laughs> because while Monsters U was okay, and it wasn't like a complete train wreck, it's basically kind of forgettable. I mean, you know, the new characters were nothing to 
you know, I don't know. I couldn't name any of them except the <laughs> stupid purple guy. But other than that, it's, I don't know. It was, it was dumb. So th this one, I believe, is, is not going to be that. Also, judging by the length of time it's been since the first one came out. Right. <laughs> it's been a long gap. 14 long years. Gap. 14 years, right? 14 it's longer years. than the Toy Story ones. It's longer than any of Finding the... Nemo. Other... Yeah. Right. So, and Finding Dory. Has it really been 14 years? 14 years. It was out in 2004. Yeah. So, and I oh feel like the, this is this is the sequels that Pixar does well. Like, not when they're just cash cowing cars, but when they really exactly. think about how the sequel right, should and put, be. Put, right, put some thought into this, into the story and into the characters. Yeah. Well, I, not like they did with Toy Story. I mean, I, Toy Story was pretty well thought out. Right. Yes. I agree. Cars, not so much. No, definitely not. And I would say the same thing about uh, Nemo, about Finding Dory. I thought Finding Dory was excellent. I really I loved liked it. that movie. I, I, I thought it was really, really well done. The new characters were great. Dory was still great. It wasn't overplayed about the memory thing and, and, the, and the whole shtick. It was... And I still was giggle... the first movie and stuff like that. When they're driving the transfer trailer at the end, that whole sequence, I laughed the whole way through. Oh, the whole sequence is great. Yeah. Especially like, with the song behind it. Oh my God, it's, it's great. fabulous. And my, my kids have already lost interest and left the room and I'm on the couch cackling. You know? <laughs> fabulous. It's great. That that was a good movie. So if if that's any indication of how much thought and how well they're or how proud they're going to be of this one, then this this one should be you know a grand slam. Right. You know. So I guess, I guess again you know we'll, we'll see. But and I, I really I I really don't know what the whole plot is going to be. I guess other than I guess uh, Helen is now trying to is doing the superhero work and he's home with the kids and trying to figure out their math <laughs> bizarro baby uh but i gotta imagine he you know they jump in as a family again to save the day somehow some sort of enemy comes along so we'll, we'll see how that all well plays doesn't this pick up basically like immediately after where the underminer uh, comes so it's the underminer then I right? think yeah so it's john ratzenberger nice yeah <laughs> Okay, that's what I thought, but I haven't seen... Because they don't really show any of that in the trailers. Mm-mm. To my knowledge. I mean, maybe they do, and I just didn't pick it no, up. No, you're right, they don't. I don't think they show any of that. So, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be some point of the... You know, some point of the plot, because I guess it has to, but... So. Okay, and this next one I don't know much about either, because I did not see the first one, and that is going to be Ant-Man and Wasp. Uh, I did not see Ant-Man. Uh, the only time I saw Ant-Man was in uh, Civil War. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he really Which was thoroughly enjoyable, though. So, well, yes, absolutely. I like yes. that he got taken down like a uh, like an AT-AT. That was fabulous. <laughs> Spidey, com <laughs> Spidey comes through with his with his uh, his movie movie references. <laughs> um, so that's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I don't know much about this character or this movie, so. I will refer to uh, to those who have seen Ant-Man, which I believe is Milford. <laughs> I've seen well, bits of it. Well, I hope I'm it. not the only one. Uh, You're the only one. I'm the only one, really? I had it. Um, um, anyway. I, I rented it. I just haven't watched it yet on uh, Amazon <laughs> or Netflix, <laughs> one of them. 
Basically, this movie is him teaming up with... Hang on. Name? You're going to have to do some... Okay. Editing. It says... The film will take place after the events of Captain America Civil War when Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, is ushered to take on a new mission alongside Hope Van Dyne, who, I don't know, is played by Evangeline Lilly. That's all I know. And it looks like she's the wasp yeah, in the picture. The, yeah, she was the daughter of the scientist. Is Seriously? Michael Douglas the scientist guy? Because he's that in this. That casting seems weird. So. Like, no, I believe you. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah, I see him. Like, former but Shield agent like and her. physicist who became the original like the Ant Man in 1963. Yes. After discovering the subatomic yeah, particles here, right? that make transformation possible. Former Shield agent and physicist who became the original Ant Man in 1963. After discovering the subatomic particles that make transformation possible. Hmm, interesting. interesting. All right, so give me some more backstory on him, too, because I don't know anything about Ant-Man. How does he become Ant-Man? Well, well, he's basically a thief. Oh. Uh, that's trying to make things right with his... daughter. <laughs> okay. I feel like he's Googling while he's talking. <laughs> I, I am. I am. It's bad. I am googling. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm not. I I didn't look up any of this either. But, um. Yeah, I guess he's a. F yes, his daughter. No, that's not right. So not Ant Man's daughter. Because that's yes. what it is. Ant Man's daughter. No. Okay. No, you're right. It's Dr. Pym's daughter. Yeah, okay. Dr. Pym's daughter originally puts on... I'm confused now. <laughs> because it's not the same person. Oh, right, Falcon's gonna be... Yeah, I have no idea about any anything for this movie. Just go see the darn thing. I yeah, guess so, I mean, yeah. Paul Rudd well, is great in everything Schaefer, he does. Yep. Oh, great. Catwoman's in it? Really? <laughs> and Lawrence Fishburne is in it? Okay, Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline Lilly. She's not... Is she in this? Yeah, she's, she's the wasp. It, it, it says she's the wasp. Oh. Yeah, but she's not listed in the cast. She's oh, on wait, Wikipedia. Right one. Never mind. <laughs> Just top billing. Oh. No big deal. It's been a long day, guys. <laughs> It's been a really long day today. It's Monday, you know? <sighs> okay, and my understanding about this movie is that it is set after Civil War, but before Infinity War. So none of the events of Infinity War have any... We think. Okay. We, it, it, what I think possible is is that... You know, they... Damn it, I'm going to give away a... Spoiler. Well, it says here they on Wikipedia. Comment, they make a comment in the movie that he's away on a special mission. Oh, oh yeah, they've said hmm. that in the in one of the Twitter one ads one of the or something too. Yeah, they said he's not because there. they say the same thing about Hawkeye. They both wanted to take care of family things. Family, yeah, right, right? That they were basically yeah. under house arrest, is what it said. Yes. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming that this movie kind of takes place at the same time frame as Infinity War. Okay. Possibly. 
I mean, it does say after Civil War, but it doesn't say how long after. Yeah, it doesn't. And that's like hmm. a four-year time span, something like that. Two, four years. Right. Okay. Because I remember there being a comment about how long Hulk was Hulk. Like, and not Bruce Banner. It was... So I'm trying to remember it the was timeline. Like, he was two years in Thor. It was two years in Ragnarok. And okay. then I don't know how long between Ragnarok and Infinity Wars was time-wise. Real time or our time? Well, I don't want to like say anything. Movie time. Jessica hasn't seen the movie yet. Because movie time, judging oh, by the yeah, opening... I, I don't have a good... I don't have a good idea there. By the opening scene, it doesn't seem like it's that long, but I don't know. True, true. Mm. Good point. Good point. So the premise behind Ant-Man is, is he is a cat burglar <laughs> who decides to embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Dr. Hank Pym, plan and pull off a heist that will save the world. So the heist they are doing is to take back the wasp suit, which, if I recall correctly, while they're in the process of doing that, he thinks this is just some warehouse someplace, and when they go flying in, Dr. Pym sees that it's a S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters and basically tries to call him off. And so he basically infiltrates S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters and steals back the Wasp stuff. Okay. <laughs> At the end, there's a bad guy that ends up in the Wasp costume and or in the Wasp suit. And they basically have a battle, and I don't. I, honestly, it's been so long since I've seen this; it's it escapes me at the moment. <laughs> so I need to watch it again. Clearly, yeah, I have to watch it too. It looked like it was a fun movie. It was, it was a good movie. I mean, it was a lot of weird stuff. I mean, they go through. Uh, he goes through training him with different kinds of ants, and it's kind of <laughs> funny because he shrinks down to ant size, and then goes into this ant mound and. Basically, there's the ants that are the carpenter ants that can carry and move stuff, and he's supposed to be able to control them. Oh. So, um, basically, Dr. Pym puts a, two sugar cubes outside of a coffee cup on a table and tells uh, Scott that he needs to control the ants to put the sugar cubes in the cup. <laughs> when he can't do it, uh, when he can't get it done, uh, Hope, which is... I believe it's Dr. Pym's daughter. I, I'm not sure why I... I think you're correct. Sure. Anyway, she ends up telepathically controlling the ants to put the sugar cubes in the cup. And that, that in wherein lies a little bit of a rub. Right. Because she really wanted to be in the Ant-Man suit. Hmm. And obviously her dad didn't want her to do that. So. Right. So I don't know if this is one I will see in theaters because I still haven't seen the first Ant-Man. And I I do love Paul I, Rudd. I didn't see the first one in the theater either. Yeah. And I'm not sure I'll go see this one based and on the fact of, you know... I'm not a huge Evangeline Lilly fan because I watched... I was kind of obsessed with Lost. I don't even Lost. know who she is. She was on Lost. And I was really okay, into Lost back in the day. But I didn't like her on that, and it's just kind of stuck since then. So, you know what I mean? 
They're just some actors you're talking Yeah, 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 no, I got you. I will tell you that she is credited as being in Infinity War Part 2, so... Well... Interesting. So, I can't... I can't remember this from when I saw bits of Ant-Man, but do they explain why he wasn't involved, like, when the Avengers first got together and all that kind of stuff, or is it just it's after the fact and it's not really a part of it because I always wonder about that with these universe movies how do they explain why he didn't start out with them and then jumped in later I wonder if it's just timing like yeah, maybe he they, didn't they, become Ant-Man they don't explain that in the first movie but I wonder if they'll go into that a little bit in this one I don't know yeah hmm yeah I have no idea because it just seems like he's, his, like I said, I haven't seen anything, so I have no idea. But it just seems like he's kind of doing his own thing and just kind of got roped into the whole kind Avengers of. thing. At least according to Civil War. Seems like it. Like, wasn't he basically right. yeah, drunk he in was... the back of a van? And... Yeah. Yes. He's kind of an unwilling participant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As compared to Spider-Man, who wanted to be an Avenger. Right. So. That's that's what I would say about it too. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess like everything else, Again, we'll have to see. It's not one that I'm. It's not one that I'm. It's not a part of the universe that I'm kind of passionate about. I mean, it's right. I find it hilarious that the only one we're all excited for so far is a cartoon. cartoon. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'll see. Cartoon. it is a good cartoon. Oh, I'm not kidding. Excited about Deadpool. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, and I don't know how to feel about the Christopher Robin one because the Anna, the Winnie the Pooh is kind of creepy. I'm not really sure right? if I'm on board, so I like the strain yeah, animation, I, know, I right? think. But I do love Ewan McGregor, so I'm conflicted. I do I know, like me him, too. <laughs> I like him a lot, too, so that's... I was, I'm not a huge Winnie the Pooh fan of the you know, the series as it was and the characters that I just never was growing up and my kids never really took to him and or any of those characters. So I don't know that I'm going to rush right out and see this unless any of the kids want to in the theater. You know, I do like Ewan McGregor, or McGregor but I kind of like him as Obi-Wan. <laughs> and maybe a few other roles. You know, he's not somebody I follow through his whole cinematic <laughs> catalog. <laughs> Are you telling me you have never seen the classic Moulin Rouge? Yes, I have. Oh, okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've I have. <gasps> Milford. It's excellent. Sorry. I Off have topic. I haven't seen it. It's like, I just brought myself to going to see Mamma Mia because my daughter paid us to go to go see it at the theater <laughs> she works at. <laughs> <laughs> it was free, so I went. And actually, yeah. I enjoyed it, but and the, it mu was, the music's it was, good. You're sitting through it without all the real actors in it that are in the movie. You kind of get the idea of who played who. I mean, without seeing the movie, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But Christopher Robin, I think we've talked about this one before yeah. when we talked about live action stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't. I think I'm probably gonna skip this one. Theaters and in total, because I'm with you. I'm yeah. not a big poo person anyway. So it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't get me excited. Yeah, it definitely doesn't for me either. And and some of those, it seems like it's a, uh, 
to me, like, just seeing the trailer and stuff, and I didn't read anything else other than what I've seen of the trailers, it seems like it's it's a similar premise as Hook. Right. The one, you know, with Robin Williams that, you know, Christopher Robin has grown up and kind of forgot about all the fun stuff that he, I guess he, would, when he went to the Hundred Acre Woods, so Pooh comes into his world instead of vice versa to... Mm-hmm. I don't know what make him re- make him remember or call for help. I don't remember what the deal was why Pooh was looking for him. Like if his little you know Pooh sense was tingling or something, and he <laughs> said, "Let me go find Christopher Robin." Yeah, like thirty years later, he all know. of a sudden he, felt the need. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. Is it like Coco? Is he gonna die and and <laughs> fade away because nobody remembers him? <laughs> Who the hell knows? <laughs> I yeah. can I can say that right. Everybody should have seen that friggin' movie by now. <laughs> and now um, that you've said which I did that, rewatch like, that one recently, and it holds up. But oh, yeah, d- now that Coco you've compared, holds up. yeah, totally. But now and that makes you've said you cry that again, too. <laughs> but now I'm gonna compare this one to Hook, and Hook is so so good. Oh, uh, sorry. No, it's okay. Hook is extremely like, good. It is extremely good. That I just don't. Yeah, that's even more. Speaking of Hook, unrelated. Well, it's related to Hook, but unrelated to what we're talking about. So my youngest, who's going to be six in a couple of months, was looking to watch a movie the other day. Sunday, I think. Sunday morning. So he's rifling through our stuff, the DVDs that we have. And actually, he didn't really have to look too far. He he stayed. He's like, oh, I want to watch Peter Pan. I'm like, oh, nice. I'm like, like. Real Peter Pan or like Jake and the Neverland Pirates Peter right. Pan? He's like, no, no, Peter Pan with Tinkerbell. All right, fine. So we put on Peter Pan and watched the whole thing. And then when it was over, he started it again and wanted to watch. Aww. And I sat and watched it with him the first time. I I love that movie. And I just, I haven't watched it like f- front to end in such a long time. I just forgot how much of a good movie it was. Yeah. And like he's, you know, and, and all the things that you couldn't do that are in that movie like today like you couldn't you know even some of the stuff that captain hook would shout at his crew and things like that and it was nothing overly vulgar but just it's just a sign of the times and that movie was what 73 so it's not like it was that long ago right but like the whole um indian camp scene after tiger lily comes back and the you know why is the red man red and and all the things in the song it's just like wow it's like they could never ever do that again and it's not like it's overly insensitive in the movie the way it's depicted it's just funny how to and he laughs during that he thinks it's hysterical the way they're dancing and they're the silly stuff and he's you know running around the house doing indian stuff i'm like wow (laughs) nobody plays cowboys and indians anymore you know it's like it's funny what you know and he likes the newer stuff too but it's just funny that he's he's kind of more than my older two did will want to watch some of those older you know classic movies i guess as you would Jungle Book and Robin Hood and stuff like that were the other two when I tried to sit with them and watch it they were like oh dad what is this how come the how come the words are first I'm like oh are you kidding me <sighs> that was always their biggest complaint how come the words are first I said because this is all hand drawn you need to know who did this this <sighs> is you're watching because of these people and by the time I got done explaining it they'd be getting up off the couch I'm like oh, you kids suck <laughs> <laughs> so anyway <laughs> back to Christopher Robin <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll read the reviews on it and see how it goes. Because I am curious yeah, to see how this trend of live-action movies, if it if it pans out for Disney in the long run. 
It actually seems like Mary Poppins is getting more press attention than Christopher Robin is. Honest to God. I know a lot less about it. I wouldn't even know it was a thing if I hadn't looked it up. So. Yeah, true. I had no idea it was something that was coming out. I had definitely heard about Mary Poppins. Yeah, exactly. And also, I know we I know we had an episode on all these live action stuff too, but I I definitely feel like I had heard more about Mary Poppins and whatever's supposed to happen with Lion King and I guess apparently Mulan. Anything more than I ever heard about Christopher Robin. I think the first time I heard about it is when we talked about I don't know, however, a couple of months ago when we talked about the entire line of movies that are supposed to come out in the next two years or something like that. Right. Uh, and and somebody brought up Christopher Robin on here and we we're like. <laughs> I think half of us were like, what? Really? <laughs> so it just seems like an odd thing to make a movie about. I don't know. I guess no no odder than anything else. But it seemed like the poo craze had come and gone, you know? And it was really popular for a long time with the shows on Disney Channel and Disney Junior and all the Heffalump movies and all that other stuff that were coming out. But I'd rather see a uh, live-action Tinkerbell movie. <laughs> But that would not be for kids. No, probably <laughs> she's not. She's too sassy. Oh, and that's the other thing. Like, she's... It's just funny. He was laughing at that because he loves all those Tinkerbell movies, too. The ones that all went to DVD. Uh, so seeing, you know, Tinkerbell that doesn't talk and how mad she gets and jealous and, you know, all that other stuff. It's just funny. It's just funny to see his a reaction of a kid watching those movies, you know... I, you know, and he never questions like how how it looks and like the difference in the animation compared to all the computer generated stuff that's now. So it's just it's just fascinating to see his uh, outlook on it. You know, take that for whatever it's worth. <laughs> Lesson is, show your kids the classics. Not yes. All about. It's not all about Buzz, Woody, and Lightning and Mater. <laughs> yeah. Speaking but. of, like we, you know, we're going down in about a month. Three weeks. And one night we're staying, we were, we weren't able to get the contemporary for the third night. So we got an all stars and I just switched it to movies because it was music. And then I let my husband, I was like, so which one do you want to stay in? Which section? And he picked Toy Story and it hit me like, that's probably the only one that they really know. Like they don't know Fantasia. They don't know 101 Dalmatians really. Yeah, yep. so it just kind of hit, hit me what you were saying. I need to show more classic. I still haven't let them watch the original Lion King because I didn't want to deal with the whole Mufasa death thing. But <laughs> she's seen The Force Awakens, so she's seen Han Solo die. So I think we're okay. She should be good. Yeah, I think she's good. So I think that's about it. I mean, those are the five that are coming out within the next couple of months. And I guess, you know... It seems like Incredibles 2 is overwhelmingly the ones, the one that at least the four of us would like to see the most or have the most interest in. So we'll see what happens as they all come out, and uh, we'll definitely talk about them as they come out uh, back here again. So stay tuned, as they say. <laughs> and uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go out and go see Infinity Wars. So next week, uh, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> you can listen to the episode on time. <laughs> uh, all right, so... <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to everyone next time. Hey, I just wanted to remind everybody that uh, it is getting closer to that time for the Indy Disney, Indianapolis Disney meet. 
here in uh, Noblesville, Indiana next August. Uh, but before that, uh, the our friends over at Behind the Ears podcast are going to be doing a marathon podcast on May 19th from 11 a.m. to who knows. They say it'll be at least nine hours. So if you want to listen to that live, uh, that podcast will be to benefit Give Kids the World and the Indianapolis Disney Meet. So I thought everybody might be interested in that. So give them a listen. Uh, they're really good guys over there. And uh, hope you uh, enjoy. Follow our troop at www.dizexplorers.com where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Spectral Magic!